and uh, actually when a person becomes a devotee then uh, all personalities they help him all the previous acharyas the demigods everyone uh, they help the uh, devotee in his progress in krishna consciousness now indra is there prabhu ji please <laughs> i'd like to attempt to comment on this question a little bit this last point this question his question about whether uh, mercy can come directly or does it always have to come through disciplic succession basically the question so um <clears throat> that uh, do in other words do we have to have a living guru is the question or can we just take advantage of the teachings of the predecessor charges for example can we just take advantage of the prophet's books do we have to have a living spiritual master that's how the question boils down basically yeah so or or you know and if we can just take advantage of the prophet's books without having had the uh, um, let's say a, a link to Shri Prabhupada uh accept the books themselves and why can't we take advantage of uh, Rupa Goswami's books or Vishwanath's books or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, uh Shastakam prayers or you know Bhagavat which is coming directly from uh, the lips of Sukadeva Goswami etc so uh I would like to offer a suggestion that um that the mercy is coming in a myriad of ways <clears throat> but um at the same time krishna does want to place a devotee at at the feet of one of his devotees our business is to become das das on the das so someone can say that well we're das das on the das meaning that i can become the das of rupa goswami who is also das of like this so in various ways we can think to fulfill those uh, requirements without having to actually be associated with anyone particularly uh, physical physically contacting anyone uh still i would uh, i would suggest that um just like harinam samkirtan is for everyone harinam samkirtan can uh, can facilitate the deliverance of all fallen conditioned souls if nam is chanted purely then that nam is non different from krishna and that nam can benedict anyone who comes in contact with nam so it is described that yasya prasad bhagavat prasad yasya prasad nagati kathopi so that uh, by the guru's mercy one gets krishna's mercy and by um, um let's say without getting the guru's mercy there's no question of uh making advancement to the ultimate goal of life so but prabhupad 
adds a little extra to that translation. He says that uh, it's by Krishna's mercy that one gets the chance to have guru in order to get uh, Krishna's mercy. So, in the in in the sense that uh, uh, Guru Krishna Prasade by Bhakti Lata Bish, it is by Guru's mercy and Krishna's mercy simultaneously. So Krishna's mercy is coming, the mercy of Hari Nam. If we have the opportunity to hear the pure name being chanted, whether it was recorded, like Srila Prabhupada's uh, cassette recordings or otherwise, but um, it's a uh, uh, it can be understood that if the sincerity is there in the heart to get sadhu sangha, I hope I'm not committing an offense. Mahamana's, okay, sorry. The discussion is going on, I guess. <laughs> the, um, uh, that if the, um, because Krishna is within the heart, and if he wants us, to have the shelter of, of, of sadhus, then um, by the chanting of the holy name, by the broadcasting of the holy name, by performing Samkirtan, uh, and by Krishna seeing our sincere efforts to approach him, that certainly, um, because it's not like this world is is uh, completely devoid of Shuddha Bhakta Sangha. Is there, you mean to tell me that there's no pure devotee in the whole world? So, if there is a pure devotee somewhere on this planet at the present time, and according to Krishna in Mahabharata, he says that you can always find any number of, of gurus. He says, but you can hardly find even one disciple, is the difficulty. The real difficulty is finding a disciple who's prepared to search high and low through hell and high water in order to actually get Krishna's bona fide um, uh, living representative and practically surrender by carrying out orders, etc. And, let's say, having that, uh, uh, that uh, let's say, present, if you want to say present in eternal time, link with, uh, with the Guru Parampara. Krishna is a person, he's situated within the heart, he's always giving benediction according to the desires of the individual. Just like Arjuna is telling, take me this way, so Krishna is taking him this way. Practically speaking, every conditioned soul is saying, please take me to the movies, so Krishna facilitates taking him to the movies. Please take me to the hog's body, Krishna facilitates. So similarly, if the desire is intense enough, and by the mercy of Nam, by, by the mercy of, uh, of the scriptures, by the mercy of the predecessor of charges, if their mercy is real, and if, there, if it has a profound influence in our lives, and if Krishna is satisfied with the way, um, by the way, with which we have responded to that influence, and if there is a pure, unalloyed, bona fide representative of Krishna present, then uh, Krishna as antriyami within the heart can direct any living entity you know to the feet of that pure representative or he may direct the representative to the feet of that um of, of that aspirant and and uh, uh, 
If that's not going on, then we should question our sincerity. Because we can have, you know, any number of literatures written by the uh, predecessor charges, you know, and, and it may say that anyone who hears surely gets love of Godhead or goes, but how to get love of Godhead? Adal Shraddha, Tata Sadhu Sangha, then Anarthanivritti, Bhajan, you know, or Bhajan Kriya, Anarthanivritti, etc., till you, till you get Prema, is, is the general process. There's always exceptions to rules, but we should be very careful not to make rules out of the exceptions. And, but you see, right now, Indra Prabhu has just walked in the room. And he's going to answer this question much better than I could ever, because he has so many more of these qualities than I could possibly ever have. So could we give him the microphone? Namaruchi. Ruchi is the key. <laughs> Aha, you see, I knew it. <laughs> you understood the principle. Actually, Thakur, I'm just going to throw in a little comment to... Uh, Okay, Maybe, I have to pass uh, at 9.45, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that who is chanting Nam Abbas is Vaishnav Abbas. So, although we can, uh, we can uh, hope to be seeing some qualities developing in us, um, we can hardly think that they are any more than the Abbas feature of those qualities as long as we are Vaishnava Abbas in reality. So, um, define, do you want to define Abbas for those of us who don't know what it is? Abbas means the semblance, semblance of, semblance of a Vaishnava. So we get the semblance of the qualities of a Vaishnava. If we, are, we have the semblance of the qualities of Vaishnava to various degrees or a certain extent, uh, if we are chanting Namabhas. And uh, he goes further to say that those who are chanting Shudanam are actually Vaishnavas. So we can understand, as you were saying, uh, this principle of ruchi, because um, Bhaktivinathakur also in Jaiva Dharma, he tells that who is uh, having ruchi for pure devotional practices, he is chanting Shudanam. So, um, it just, uh, I just wanted to make the point that uh, that if we want, if we actually want the qualities, then we actually have to become pure devotees. We can't, if we will, there's three stages of chanting. Everyone knows the three stages of chanting. There's the Aparadnam stage, the Abhasnam stage, and the Shudanam stage. The Abhasnam stage means the clearing stage. That's one form of, of Namabhas. So, as long as we're on the clearing platform, that means all the way up to Nishta, uh, <clears throat> we're, we're not uh, actually uh, full-fledged pure devotees. Although we may be 
you know, shooting in that direction. But only when we come to the platform of Nam Ruchi, Aparada Guchi Shudanam Ruchi. So when we come to the pure devotional platform and, uh, and have uh, uh, Ruchi for pure devotional practices, <clears throat> at that time, when Krishna sees that we are determined in our efforts and are steadily pushing forward by following the, um, the pure devotional principles given by Guru, Shastra, and Sadhu, then Krishna becomes satisfied to descend from the Golokdam, Golokera Premadam, Harinam Samkirtan. He descends into the heart of that devotee. And it's by the association of Krishna, who is full of all those good qualities, by when he comes into the heart, that he ignites the dormant bhakti that is within the heart, the prema within the heart, and it comes out. When those, when those qualities, when, when the fire of bhakti is aroused by the influence of the antaranga shakti, shaktis, which are coming along with nam, shudanam, then naturally the qualities of the Vaishnava come out. Because the qualities of Vaishnava cannot be separated from the principles of bhakti or from the substance of bhakti itself. So therefore, uh, we have to humbly um, petition Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda for the holy name, for the pure name. We may be thinking that we're chanting with all of our snik snik ram rams, but the fact of the matter is, is that even we may be chanting for years and years and years and years and years, but we may not be actually having the name. Even 30, 40 years in the movement, if there's, we can have 30 years at least in the movement, and still not be chanting the name. We still not, may not be having the name, even though we've heard the name from our guru and all these things. But, uh, so therefore, it's recommended that we should petition, humbly petition, begging and begging and begging at the feet of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda for the pure name. When the pure name, will, when, when, when we will have the Nam Ruchi, on, by the grace of name, because name alone is tasteful. Because name is non-different from Krishna, who is Akila Rasamrita Sindhu Murti. He is Raso Vaisaha. So, because he is the emporium of Rasa, mellows, sweetness, there's something to actually be tasted. So, by Lord Chaitanya's grace and Lord Nityananda's grace, and by our, the grace of our Guru Parampara, we may hope to someday chant the pure name. At that time, we can expect uh, that the pure devotional qualities will manifest in our character not otherwise. Thank you very much. Although, I don't know if we want to get into it now, it's getting late. <laughs> I would just make the point that it's not, um, well, first of all, there, there's, Prabhupada would sometimes talk in a very practical point about developing good qualities. He would say, two months ago, they look what they were doing, and now they, they're, they don't go to cinemas, they don't eat meat, 
they developed all good qualities. So, so there's also a, a lower level of, uh, we were talking about, as you were pointing out in the beginning of the class, there's a distinction the between, yes. the, okay. b- between okay. the exalted yes. position of a person who is actually so, on the on the. So equality. I'm just clarifying that's what you were talking yes. about. So I'm, I'm discussing yeah, yeah. on the basis yeah. of that principle. Thank you. We are Vaishnava Vas until we come to the, to the position of actually being realized pure devotees. Actually, there was a, there's a devotee in, uh, in um, Belgium. His name is Bas. That's his name. <laughs> so I always get a good kick out of meeting him, and I go, Bas the Bas. I said, we should call you Bhakta Abba. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. So, I stop it here. Is there any questions? I, I think that since we're discussing the, on the topics of the evolution of rasa, that it, it actually merits some considerable discussion, but Unfortunately, I'm not, uh, I don't know how concisely I'll be able to present a few points, or at least a couple of points, in the time that we have, because I know everyone wants to go for Pasadam. But, um, first of all, uh, I would like to, to make a, a one point that is that uh, you were making a, a statement and rather harping on a statement it seems that um, the charges didn't uh, discuss the principles of Madhurya Ras because they were so confidential etc. However, I would like to uh, bring yours and everyone's attention to the fact that Rupa Goswami says in the beginning of Ujvala Nilamani that the Madhurya Ras is so vast that in his previous book Bhaktarasamrita Sindhu he has only mentioned it briefly because, and the reason giving, given is because it would have um, expanded the volume of the book, Bhaktivedanta Sindhu, so much that he felt it necessary to dedicate a whole book to the topic of Madhurya Ras. In Bhaktivedanta Sindhu, he gives the rudimentary um, uh, discussion on Rasa Tattva, and he gives the preliminary um, discussions on uh, elevation through um, the discharge of devotional practices, etc. But uh, truthfully speaking, Although it is a fact that the Madhurya Ras is very confidential, but it is the most um, uh, it is the it is the most aspired to, and it is the most widely propagated of all the Rasas in the Gaudiya Sampradaya. Therefore, it is necessary for Rupa Goswami to dedicate a huge book called Ujvala Nilamani to the topics 
of Madhurya Ras. It's not that he didn't uh, discuss the Madhurya Ras as an Acharya, but rather he discussed the Madhurya Ras more than he discussed any other Rasa. That's for starters. Secondly, I think it's important to understand that there's a difference between the Mayavadis and the Brahmavadis. The Mayavadis are Aparadis. There's no question of any rasa whatsoever. They are not Shantabhaktas. They are offenders against the lotus feet of the Lord. And they're only living in an imaginary world. Sukadev Goswami was not a Mayavadi. Neither were the Kumaras Mayavadis. But they were Brahmavadis, which means that they only had knowledge of Brahman, aspect of the absolute truth. But they were not envious of the, Maya, uh, of, of the Lord, as you, you, you touched on this point uh, earlier. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's quite a difference between those who are eligible to cultivate Shantarasa and those who are Mayavadis. First of all, those who are Mayavadis, by coming in contact with pure devotees, or such as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as did Prakashananda or Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, they had to... Uh, they had to be elevated to the position of at least accepting the personality of Godhead as a reality instead of thinking that the, that the form of the Lord was Maya. There's no question of them actually having any access to any rasa as long as they were offenders to the absolute truth. So the third point that I would like to bring out is although there is, there is a, grady, a, a gradation of rasa, and it is included, uh, it, is, it is understood that it is possible for someone to become attached to one ras, rasa in the beginning and then upgrade his, his uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, eligibility or his uh, perception of his own intrinsic nature uh, it is uh, it's, it's important to, uh, to understand that it is not a fact that you have to. It's not a fact that you have to at first uh, uh, follow in the footsteps of the cows and, 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 the, and the trees and, and the, uh, and, and the uh, fl- flower garlands on Krishna, you know, and, and, per- and perfect that. In Shantaras, realize the Shantastai Bhav before you can begin to think in terms of progressing to the to the uh, to the Dasiras, and then after then then when you then uh, after you've realized your Stai Bhav in the Dasiras, then you can progress to the to, to realize the Stai Bhav in in the uh, in the Sakiras, and then after realizing the Stai Bhav. Um, in the in the Sakiras, you can think of of of, of going to the uh, position of of Vatsalya. First of all, Sakya has two divisions: that Sakya which gives rise to Vatsalya, and that Sakya which gives rise to Madhurya. So even if even if uh, one one will be elevated from Sakiras to one or the other, it's not that he rises from Vatsalya to um, uh, uh, I mean, from Sakya to Vatsalya and then to Madhurya, he either rises from Sakya to Madhurya or Sakya to Vatsalya. But, he, but it's not that you have to attain perfection 
in in one uh, one rasa before you can you can even begin to think in terms of going for, toward an, toward, uh, in the direction of another rasa. Um, so although we we uh, we appreciate the point that first deserve then desire, first deserving means simply anarthanivritti, and anarthanivritti is is still within the stages of bondage. It is before the nishta platform. It is before ruchi. It is before one even has taste for the chanting of the holy names. It it, it is before he's even chanting the pure name. What to speak of attaining the perfection of 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 Bob City? So, in a, when when we're discussing the principle of rasa tattva and elevation to a relationship with Krishna, it it necessarily entails, or let's say, um, includes the discussion of raganuga bhakti. So, raganuga bhakti is a thing which has to be seen in terms of. The, um, the the intrinsic quality of each individual soul. One individual soul may have the intrinsic quality within himself as a shantabhakta. Another soul may have the intrinsic quality within himself as a dasya bhakta, or a sakya bhakta, or a madhurya bhakta, or vatsalya bhakta, or what, whatever. But the fact of the matter is is that is that there's there's uh, um, uh, it is not that. Uh, that, that one should uh, should think that uh, there is there is a um, uh, like a, a blank a, a blank slate and you can write any rasa that you want on it. Everyone has his, his eternal constitutional position in one in one rasa or another, and it's a matter of, of simply discovering that intrinsic uh, inclination, vritti, that bhava vritti, has to be discovered simply by an art and a vritti which is on the very lower platforms of devotional service. It is not such a high, high thing. Anartanavritti is the beginning. When we do anartanavritti, we appreciate that we shouldn't be having illicit sex and shouldn't be cultivating material attachments. That's a fact. How can we, uh, how can we say that, that, it's necess- that, that we can uh, 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 seriously consider eagerly following in the footsteps of the Brajbasis when we're, when we're still uh, absorbed in, in mundane pursuits? It is it's hypocrisy, no doubt. But we should see things for what they are. As far as the cultivation of rasa, I would just like to read one thing in, uh, in relationship to this subject matter by Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Jaiva Dharma, if you don't mind. It's a small paragraph. Student asked his spiritual master in this section, what sort of Raganuga devotion do we have right to cultivate? Since we're talking about cultivating rasa, we might as well talk about the, what, what is the process by which we cultivate rasa. So that cultivation of rasa in, in, uh, in terms of a relationship with Krishna is called Raganuga Sadhana. Sadhan Bhakti, not Sadhya Bhakti. Sadhan Bhakti means in the stage of bondage, please. My son is the answer. Minutely study the nature of your own self by introspection. Cultivate the sentiment according to the liking produced from that intrinsic nature. In pursuance of that sentiment, follow in the footsteps of the accomplished devotees having mastery over that particular sentiment. 
in so doing, you should only scrutinize your own trend of mind. In other words, not that anyone can impose. The Guru doesn't impose which rasa you have. But by self-discovery, by serious and sincere introspection in the course of your bhajan, in the course of your non-bhajan, you begin to recognize your own natural inclination. Inclination doesn't mean perfection. It means you have a tendency towards something. So when you see a tendency towards something, in other words, for a, <clears throat> for a, uh, a person who has the tendency toward dasya rasa, dasya rasa, he will not have any inclination, he will not recognize any inclination in himself to, to uh, aspire to have an intimate relationship as a friend. And one who has uh, the intimate relationship or, 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 or who has the inclination, the vritti, only, we're not talking about the perfection, but we're talking about the vritti. One who has the vritti or the inclination to a higher rasa, such as vatsalya or madhurya, they will feel uncomfortable in even considering such an idea. One who has, has an appreciation, inclination means a, a, an appreciation with a, with a hope to attain such a position. After all, my anarthas are finished because anarthanavritti actually goes all the way up to you know, bhava and even prema, according to Madhurya Kadambini. But, but the gross, when we say anarthanavritti, it means that the grosser anarthas are eliminated, like illicit sex, gambling, intoxication, and meat eating. So people who come to this movement and have uh, at least accomplished to a, certain, uh, to a considerable degree uh, their uh, abstinence from illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, and meat-eating, and who are serious about pursuing non-bhajan, and uh, are, are interested, being attracted to the message of the Bhagavatam, they certainly have right to begin thinking in terms of which inclination that they should they should hope to uh, uh, to um, to be allowed to follow, you know, in the course of, of the the gradual process of their devotional service. So, uh, furthermore, he says that if your mind is inclined, having that inclination to the path of loving devotion, then do according to that inclination. So long as you feel that your inclination towards loving devotion has not been firm and steady, then you should go on with the vaiti process of devotion with full confidence and application. So if someone is not feeling or someone is not recognizing within himself which vritti he has, which bhava vritti he has, it's not that you have to, you have to, by practicing vaiti bhakti, you have to realize some bhava or another before you can have the inclination to that bhava. That's sheer foolishness. That conclusion is total nonsense. It has nothing to do with the acharya's teachings. We have to take it uh, according to Guru Shastra and Sadhu. What is the actual situation and what is actual position? Our sadhus, who are predecessor charges, and Srila Prabhupada also himself, he has he uh, told us 
that what is the eligibility for practicing Raganuga Sadhana in nectar devotion itself. The eligibility for practicing Raganuga Sadhana or eagerly following in the footsteps of the residents of Vrindavan is Anarthanavritti. So do the Anarthanavritti. We appreciate First deserve, then desire. But we should see things in proper perspective and have a scientific grasp on the actual process and the, and, and the, and the progress by which we can hope to have the evolution of rasa. When a soul in, the, in, 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 the, in his sadhana will see the inclination for the madhurya ras, then he will not practice shantabhakti. Nor will he practice, because in the Madhurya Rasa, in practice of the Madhurya Rasa, anything which is to be expected to, to be attained um, by Shantaras, in the Shantaras, is automatically included. We shouldn't make the mistake of, of thinking that the, that, uh, that the Madhurya Rasa is on the level of the mundane, uh, 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 let's say, uh, sexual activities of boys and girls, no doubt. We accept that. But most devotees who have heard from Srila Prabhupada and have, uh, have uh, seriously followed his instructions or are seriously following his instructions are not going to be thinking like that. Most of them. The people in the Gopi Baba Club, they were not imitating Radha and Krishna's leelas by holding rasa dance to start with. The people in the, the fault that Prabhupada saw in the Gopi Baba Club is that they were belittling the other rasas. They were saying, Gopi Baba, Gopi Baba, Gopi Baba. And Prabhupada told them, but what's wrong with Sakyaras? Why are you saying only Gopi Baba, Gopi Baba, Gopi Baba? And doing violence upon other devotees. That's why he stopped the Gopi Baba Club. Because they, because they, they, were, they, uh, they were discouraging, saying that the only thing that our charges are giving is Madhurya Ras. So therefore he stopped it. It's not the only thing that our charges are giving. Our charges are allowing for all five rasas, as stated by Kaviraj Goswami himself in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So it's a question of understanding our individual inclination by serious and sincere introspection without trying to cloud the issue by mis misunderstanding of the principles of Raganuga Sadhan Bhakti. And actually give encouragement to the devotees who are having such inclination by, by uh, uh, assisting them in their culture of Vraja Bhakti instead of trying to, uh, to, to unnecessarily smash the thing. We want to smash the false thing, but we don't want to smash the real thing. Negation of, this, uh, of the uh, non-essentials doesn't require the negations of the essentials. So we have to make a clear distinction between what is essential and what is non-essential. So that it simply means that we have to take seriously our practice of, budge, of, of bhajan kriya. And if, 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 we, will, if we will do that much, and, and then, then, then all the facilities of all the rasas which can be attained by the grace of our Guru Parampara are, are available to us. So thank you very much on that point. You may want to comment on my statement. I have no objection.